As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Latinx Influencers, the top chismes, top trending topics, and everything you need to know about your favorite Latinx influencer and celebrity. You find it here. I'm your host, Yesenia Garcia. I can fess up. Human remains were found this week close to Fort Hood Army Base, but do they belong to Vanessa Guillen? Welcome back, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. By now, you probably heard about this case, a soldier uh, gone missing in Texas. Well, I want to dedicate this episode to bring awareness about what's happening out there besides the pandemic and bring awareness to sexual assault in the military. Because from my understanding in this case, that's what's behind the disappearance of Vanessa Guillen. Granted, nobody has said this um, and it's not proven that this is what's happening, but we did hear that she did mention sexual harassment to her mom. But before we get to the latest developments on what we know about Vanessa and her case, let's get to know a little bit about Vanessa. Vanessa is one of six children in the family. She's 5'2 and about 120-something pounds. And the reason why I bring that up is just so that you can get an idea of how small Vanessa was. Granted, she may be really strong. I mean, she is, she is in the Army. But I'm 5'2 and close to 120 pounds. And I'm tiny. Vanessa enlisted shortly after graduating high school. The family says that she has been wanting to join the military since she was 10 years old. And throughout high school, that's all she talked about, just about how much she wanted to join the Army. She's from Houston, and she was first stationed in Virginia, but then relocated to Fort Hood, where she was last seen in Kylene, Texas. So Vanessa disappeared in April after telling her mom that she was being harassed by a staff sergeant. She was last seen on April 22nd in a parking lot on the base. But get this though, a search for her disappearance did not begin until this month in June. Or at least it didn't go public until this month. I'm not sure if between April and June, there was some sort of search for her. But from my understanding of what the family is saying, they didn't listen to them at all when they were asking and demanding for answers. And that's when they started protesting for months and up until now when the story is, you know, rightfully so, so big. 
as of right now, it's only the U.S. Army Criminal Investigation Command that it has launched an investigation into the case, but the family wants an investigation from Congress. Many Fort Hood soldiers have been accused in prostitution stings and human trafficking, so I can understand how the family wants an investigation that goes way and above the army base itself. I mean, there's no trust there. Vanessa's mom says her daughter was scared to give her the name of who was harassing her because the mom wanted to uh, report that person herself because Vanessa feared of reporting that person in for maybe retaliation or what have you. Like, who knows what they could have possibly done to her if she would have turned that person in. Or persons. We don't know at this point if there was more than one person. But we have heard of cases where military women are harassed, but they're, but it's not too many that come forward because they fear of the consequences um, if they were to turn in their harasser. And I can see why. It seems like nothing gets done about it, even if they do report these people in. The Pentagon's annual report revealed that last fiscal year, the Army received about five reports of sexual assault for every 1,000 soldiers. And imagine how many soldiers are in each army base or military base for that matter. And they said that the number did not lower from the previous year. And in fact, it has increased since 2016. It just sucks to know that these women are like, you know, putting their whole lives out there and being away from their families and... They go to a place where they should feel safe and they're not because they're being bullied and harassed and sexually assaulted. It just has to be so scary to be far away from home, far away from your family, and then all of this is happening to you as well. And plus like the hardship of like being in a base itself and if it's boot camp, like all of that is really hard. Vanessa's older sister, Lupe Guillen, started a campaign called hashtag I am Vanessa Guillen in hopes uh, that more military women will share their stories and bring awareness to what's, to what's happening and maybe something will get done. Maybe somebody will take interest and maybe the high ups in demand in the army and military will do something about these sexual assaults to military women. If I suggest that if you have time, you read a few of these testimonies because they're going to leave you speechless at the atrocities that are happening at military bases. The latest developments that we know on the case is that the family and their attorney held a news conference on July 1st. And they said, well, they actually had a lot to say. But most importantly, the family wants justice. They want to know what happened to their daughter, sister, friend, and they want those who possibly hurt her to pay for what they did to her. They want a federal investigation because they don't trust the head honchos at the base running the investigation, and I can see why. I understand that they say, the family says that they haven't been transparent, that the base has not been transparent with them at all since the investigation. They actually haven't even giving the family a detail of how Vanessa's last day was when she disappeared. They haven't told them in detail what she did that day. 
And also probably because the body of Gregory Morales, which is another soldier at that same base, was actually found in Kyline, Texas, actually just over the weekend on June 19th. Now, we don't know if his remains being found are linked with the disappearance of Vanessa Guillen, but we do know that Morales went missing last year. But there's foul play is suspected, but as of now, they haven't said anything on who the suspect may be or how he ended up there. What we do know about the remains found this week on Vanessa Guillen is that if, if, let me backtrack, if these human remains belong to Vanessa, the U.S. Army says partial human remains were found. What does that mean, partial? Does that mean that Vanessa Guillen, and sorry for being so crude, but was dismembered? Was she cut up and then... Is that what partial human remains means? The human remains were found close to the Leon River in Bell County, which is the area of interest in the search of the investigation. They were found in a shallow grave near the river, and apparently the grave was so well concealed that search crews and even the dogs missed it last week. So when Vanessa went missing, she was wearing a black shirt and purple pants. All of her belongings were found in the armory room where she had been working earlier that day. And Vanessa was last seen like around midday on April 22nd. What I don't understand, and maybe it's part of the investigation to not say anything firsthand and just wait to identify the the body instead of basing it on the clothes that they were found or maybe the body was found with no clothes they haven't said but if the body was found or the human remains depending on what they found were found clothed if it was a purple purple pants or a black shirt I mean could that be an indication I guess there's a lot of details that are missing what was found what part of human body was found um, and was it cloth or not? As of now, foul play is suspected. And according to the family's attorney, two suspects, which one of them is said to be a civilian, are in custody. And a third suspect reportedly committed suicide on the night of June 30th. His name is Aaron David Robinson. And of course, I had to do some research on him and I couldn't find a lot. Actually, there was hardly anything except for I came across a report from a local news station in Dallas, KXXV. And the report claims that the Guillen's family attorney said they believe Robinson is the same man who walked in on Vanessa Guillen while she was showering. So, I mean, in my opinion, and this is just strictly what I think, if somebody does, is a suspect in an investigation, and here I am, I'm no investigator, but if somebody is, in, is a suspect in an investigation, if you're not guilty, why not cooperate? You have nothing to lose. 
But if you're guilty, that's just your conscious of why you would go to the extreme of taking your own life because you don't want to cooperate or that's just your conscious. Like, what is that telling you? What did he do? What did that person do that he decided to take his own life rather than cooperating with the investigation? I guess we'll know that later on when more details come up in the investigation, when we finally know what happened to Vanessa, if these are her remains or not. The attorney said that it takes anywhere between 48 to 72 hours. So at this point, we'll have to wait out throughout the week to see if they are in fact hers or not. I am praying that they're not. Um, the family is going through a lot. The, the mom can't even come to the uh, press conferences. Uh, the attorney said that when they told the family human remains were found, the mother nearly had a heart attack. And it's just sad to see, like I said, that fa- a family has to go through this, that a woman trying to serve her country fears of being harassed, of being attacked, of being sexually assaulted, and possibly even murdered in a place that is supposed to be a safe place for you to try and serve your own country. A safe place where they say that it is a military base. And I come from a military family. Both my husband and my brother are in it. And, you know, I've heard of being in bases and boot camp is tough. But then you add all of this, being a woman in the military has to be even more tough. I hope this brings awareness to sexual assault in the military and sexual assault as it is. No family should be going through what this family is going through. I hope they get answers soon. But I hope that they get the answers that they're praying for. I want to leave you off with some words that Vanessa Guillen's mother said. I want my daughter back alive. I want her alive because she entered Fort Hood alive.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.